ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only. Sir Hill speaks in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? It is the one and the only Sir Hill speaks in the building. Glad to see y'all on tonight. Listen, we're in for a fantastic show. I've got an amazing guest who's going to be here. Uh, somebody that I, I truly respect, somebody that I've been knowing for a long time, um, that I'm really glad to uh, introduce to the platform. I believe that he's going to give us some excellent perspective on, um, on what makes a man a man. Now, listen, a lot of the, uh, the, the people who come and watch this channel, as well as a lot of the other popular platforms on YouTube, we've been really focused on solutions. We've been focused on pushing the needle forward, the conversation forward, uh, as it pertains to some of the relationship questions, the personal development questions. And tonight, I want to focus this particular segment on that. So this, the subjects that we bring up today may be sensitive to people. Because we're going to unpack some of the questions and some of the issues that we've seen uh, culturally in terms of, of masculinity, about manhood, about what it takes to be that. And we're going to unpack some things that I think are, are going to be sensitive but helpful in the long run. So ladies and gentlemen who are watching this, I want you to open up your hearts, open up your minds, and I want you to uh, be prepared for what we're about to talk about tonight. Um before we do that, before I bring up my guest, one of the things that I love to do that I have to do is make sure that I go through the rules because uh, what I've been seeing is in our comment section, um, it, it can become very argumentative in the comment section. And I need everybody to understand what we're about here. Everybody's going to have their opinion about life and about the topics we bring up. But here's the key. You can have your opinion, but we're going to be respectful. In other words, you, you get to say what you believe, I get to say what I say, and we, we get a chance to dialogue and, and banter between what we think. What we don't get to do is to belittle each other and to show disrespect because our opinions are different. So we're going to be respectful. The second thing is we are going to listen to each other. Communication is not just the exchange of words, but it is the understanding of the exchange that we're having. So we're going to listen. The third thing is we're going to keep up the engagement. I need you guys who are watching right now to make sure you hit the like button. If you haven't already subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Uh, we're close to 400 subscribers, and we've been growing in record time like this. I've been doing these live streams for about three, four weeks now, and we've seen a surge of almost 200 subscribers in this short time frame. So we're doing fantastic. So if you're watching this, hit that subscribe button, share this out. Tell people tonight, Sir Hills Network wants to get to 400 subscribers. We're 14 away, and you guys can help us to do that. The 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 the, the fourth thing is we're going to encourage each other. Encourage each other. Um, part of these get get me subscriptions is not just so my numbers can look good. I want them to look good. Let's just be real. But part of this is when I drop content, I want you to be the first to consume it uh, because we're not just here to just entertain. You're gonna get some of that, but we're here to empower as well. The last and the final thing is you got to respect the host and the platform. 
We do that. I, I don't disrespect you. You don't disrespect me. And together we have a great conversation. All right. I think we got the rules out of the way. Well, listen, I think we are about ready to bring up my guest. I'm excited about this. But before I do, I got to get some shout outs right now. Ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful wife is in the building. Talk Hell is in the comment section. What's up, my love? What up, baby? I see Miss Enya in the building. So good to see you. Thank you for being here tonight. I see. Wait a second. My brother Jedi Mike is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for my brother who's in the building. Jedi Mike is here. And I see God's gift is in the building. So great to see you. To all those who are watching now and those who will, both on Facebook and on YouTube, I'm very glad that you guys are here. All right, without further ado, I'm excited to bring my brother, the, the one and the only, the inspirational lifestyle leader is in the building, ready to give his perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for my brother, Daniel Jones is in the building. What's up, sir? What's going on, sir? Hell! Woo! <laughs> Listen, brother, you're awesome, man. You're awesome. I've been following you, and you're doing a great work. I'm telling you, you talk about topics that really get people thinking, that really get people to do a self-assessment. It's all about growth and development, and you're doing that, man. You're doing it well. And so, man, man salute to you, brother. Hey, I love it, man. <laughs> appreciate you man appreciate you guys if you on here uh this won't be this is the first time that daniel has been on this platform i promise you this won't be the last time w once we dig into these things you'll see why we're going to need to come back um so listen we've got people who are just entering in make sure you hit that like button that subscribe button if you are on facebook hit that love button uh make sure that we show the algorithm some love well mr daniel i think we're ready to get into this what what, what do you think hey let's rock and roll <laughs> That's rock and roll, rocking and rolling. The first question is, and let me position this. So in this community, we talk about a, a man should be this. He should be that. He should be this. I want to ask you just a very simple question. What is a man? Hmm. What is a man? When I think about a man and what a man should be, what the role of a man, you know, I think about something that I've been taught some years ago, and it's an acronym called CAR. So I'm going to start there with car, character, accountability, and responsibility. A well, man, see, go ahead. Yeah, say that one more time for me. Car, C-A-R, character, accountability, and responsibility. Just like a car, you want to make sure it's, it's, uh you know, has oil in it, gas in it, everything is just running smooth. A man should represent a car. Character, accountability, and responsibility. And now that we are in this, what I want to say, uh, you know, with the millennials and the Z generation, everything is about Apple products, right? You know, you got to have yes, it is. on the iPad. So I'm going to add an I in there before the car. So I'm going to say iCar. And that I stands for integrity. And so a man has to possess all these qualities and characteristics. Because if you don't have character, good character you know you're failing as a man if you're, if you're not accountable not just to others but to yourself you can't even be accountable to others unless you're accountable to yourself first and then you have to be able to take responsibility be responsible right and then that i before that's all about integrity 
You know, you have to be able to uh, do what you say you're going to do. So I say icon. You know, when you look at any man, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, African, all different types and cultures, you want a man that represents icon. Integrity, character, accountability, and responsibility. Or else you're a yeah, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want you to understand how good this is. Salute to the intentional millionaire who's in the building. What's up, sir? It's so good to see you. So good to see you. I don't think people understand how important that is. And so with this, I, I want to position this question, and I want to get your, get your perspective. And Chad, I want to hear yours as well. ICAR, I think that's, you know, that is that is fantastic. I, I don't think I'll ever, I haven't heard that, and I don't think I'll ever forget that. Can a, a woman help to create a man. In other words, the characteristics that you just talked about, it's often been said that a, a woman can't raise a man. Is a man necessary for that icon, that system, that, that system of beliefs, uh, for that to mature in who he is? What's your perspective on that? Well, a man should want to be a man with a woman or without a woman. Regardless, you should want to have integrity. You should want to be accountable. You should want to have good character. You should want to be responsible, regardless if you have a significant other or not. Right. But that woman, what a woman does, whoo, go all the way back to E, that influence. But a, what a woman does, a woman can bring out the best out of a man. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I look at myself years ago. You know, I believe that my parents did a great job raising me. But now that I'm married, you know, it, it, it feels like I just want to go to that next level, right, for her, for my children. So they bring out the very best because sometimes we could just settle. If we have nobody to take tend to or take care of, sometimes we could just want to settle, right? But a woman, they, don't, they can't create you. They can't change you, but they can bring out the best in you because that change comes from within. You have to want to change. So that woman, they can help bring out the best the best character in you. They can, um, you know, you decide, you make that choice to say, you know what? Enough is enough. You know how some men are. You know, you know how we are. You know, you know what? Playtime is over. It's time to get serious. It's time to stop playing these games. You know, let me do what I say I'm going to do. You know, these promises that I made, let me uphold to these promises. Let me be there for my wife. Let me be there for my children. Let me be dependable. Let them be able to, be, to depend on me as a man, as a father, as a husband, you know, so they can bring the very best out of us. So, so even before we get there though, because, and the reason I want to bring this up is because a lot of times there's a lot of single mothers out there. Things happen. I, I don't want to get into that just yet. Cause that's a whole discussion, but to a woman who say she's raising sons and she's like, you know what? Um, maybe I don't have what it takes to, you know, to raise a man. I want you to speak to that particular demographic of individuals Who's like, I don't have, I'm not a man, so I can't, I can't do this. I can't. What do you say to her? Does she have what it takes? Can she help to develop these qualities in her son? Well, let me say this. She got history on her side. Single mothers, you have history on your side. It's been done already. I just want to send a shout out to the women, you know, because they have done a phenomenal job. You know, if they're single, raising, raising boys to be men when they shouldn't have to, right? Now, that's a whole nother conversation. Where was the father at? Things like that. But we have so many single mothers that were successful, raising, responsible, accountable, just good uh, good citizens uh, uh, of men, 
So kudos to, to, to woman. So it's been done before. So all is not lost. You have it in you. There are some qualities, you know, you probably can't teach. But guess what? You may have you may have your father. You, there may be some uncles. There may be some cousins. There may be some nephews. There may be some teachers, you know, uh, that can mentor your sons to help to help teach them about different things that a woman probably can't teach them. You know, but all is not lost, you know, because as that woman is raising that boy to be a man, that boy, they see other men. They're taking note of other men and what they're like or what they're doing. And so I believe it's that mother's job to kind of um, expose them to men that are doing well, to men that can mentor, to, to men that can be that example, because we're visual. Men are visual. Mm -hmm. And so we take on a lot of what we see. So if a boy, a young man is seeing these things, you know, they, 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 they see this man working. <laughs> you know, they expose them to men that are working. Absolutely. They expose them to married men that are good to their wives, good to their children. They expose them to men that make it show them how to change the tire, change the oil, you know, uh, get them out there shoveling the snow. You know, I know that's old school, but hey, I believe in uh, uh, young men getting their hands dirty, you know, being well-rounded, right? Cutting the grass. So if they expose them to men with all these good qualities and good traits, I believe a single mother, you know, even though they may not be the the father may not be in their life, right? But there are tons of other good men, you know, out there that she can expose them to. And I'm sure she knows that can help with those areas. Man, that's a, such a fantastic thing you said, because let me tell you why I position this question. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a moment of clarity. So I grew up, I didn't have a father, right? My father died when I was five years old and I grew up all of my life. Yep. Yep. Name I grew up all, yep, <laughs> all this time. Like, I'm, and I'm like, is so, there's something wrong with me. Like, who am I? You know, how does a man walk? How does he talk? How does he speak? You know, how does he act? What's his temperament? All these questions that I had. And I'm like, what is the sign that lets me know that I'm a man? And one thing that you did that I think, y'all, I want you guys who just uh, tuned in and shout out to Varian Owens. Good to see you in here. Just Kaya Real Talk Daily. Good to see you in here. Uh, Felisa Jones, I see the missus in the building. Good, good to see you, Miss Felisa Jones. Uh, if infinite possibilities, real estate, great to see you. I think you did something that we don't do enough is give a a system. I call it the I-car system, the integrity system, the character system, the accountability system, the responsibility system. I think that if mothers who may not may maybe they're the husband died, or maybe the husband is not there, or maybe they had the child out of the, out of wedlock. When we have children, we've got to be so intentional about raising them that we have to have a system. And part of that system is making sure that we instill those values you talked about in the ICAR system. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it right here on Sir Hill's Network, the ICAR system from Daniel Jones. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> am, I, am I right about this, though, that we should start implementing the, uh, the integrity part? And then we expose, like you said, we expose our sons to men who are actually doing these things. Oh, yeah. I think you do your sons an injustice if you try to do it on your own. You don't have to do it on your own. And I know many of you think, well, you know, they I'm the only I'm all they have. Nope, it's not. You know, this world is full of people. <laughs> so how are you going to isolate yourself from people? You know, there are some good men out there 
that are willing. I'm there's a lot of I know a lot of men that are mentors that mm-hmm. love to do it because they love people. They want to see these young boys grow up to be great men, to be successful. And so you don't have to do it alone. And so once you show these characteristics as a mother, you expose them to men with these same characteristics. You know, because sometimes, depending on the environment they're they're growing up in, you know, it's not conducive for a a young boy to be a good citizen because they're doing everything of the opposite. Right. You know, selling drugs, stealing, lying, you know, girl after girl after girl, you know, but you expose them to some men that really care about them, that want to see them succeed. It can be done. So you're not alone and don't and don't don't shut yourself out. You know, don't don't cut your son off from being exposed to all these great men that's out here. You know, and I'm going to say this. That is a lie when they say there's no good men out here. That Listen, tell them, man. They need Facts. To Just stop it. There are a lot of great men. Matter of fact, if you holler at me, I got a whole circle of men that are doing well, that are successful, that are husbands, that's with their wife, that take care of their wife, take care of their children, that mentor other young boys. I got a whole network out there. Just holler at me. Yes, sir. Listen, it's the reason why I, did, I started this platform is because we need to men need to see other men who are doing well and to know that we didn't we didn't end up here. We had to work to get here. And so this is why we have this network. So this fan, let's let's take this conversation a little bit deeper. Let's go. How do men. So so let, let me ask you a question. So you, you growing up with a dad. What was it? What did you learn from your dad looking back now that help you to become the man you are today? What lessons did you get mm. from your dad to help shape you to who you are today? Let me tell you, Sir Hale. <laughs> Again, as I said before, we learn by looking and watching, right? Just his example, right? Sometimes you have you see on TV shows where they say, come on, have a seat, son. You know, let's go ahead and have this talk. That wasn't my dad, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he did it by example. My dad didn't say, I love you a lot when I was younger. As as we got older, he started saying, I love you. But that's just from the old school ways, right? But I knew there was no shadow of a doubt. I knew that he loved me, you know, from the way he he cared for me. You know, so the things I saw was, first of all, my father was a roofer for 35 years on the same job, the same job for 35 years. He get up. Early in the morning, sometimes three, sometimes four, sometimes five, depending on the location, he got up in the summertime on that roof when it was 90, 100 degrees, tar on the roof, right? He still reported to work. Mm-hmm. In the wintertime, when it's 10 degrees outside, roofers don't roof inside, roofers roof outside. Yes, sir. He still reported to work. He was the provider for our family. Did my mom work? Yes. Did she really have to? I don't know. They didn't discuss income with kids, you know, so (laughs) old school, right? They didn't discuss their income, but she really didn't have to work. My father was the provider. And I know people thinking like, I know the income, the cost of living was a lot lower back then. It was. But regardless, my father showed me, son, he didn't tell me, he showed me, son, you got to get up every day and go to work to take care of your family. 
So that's for starters. Then my father, he was a pastor, right? He was an assistant pastor at one church. Then he became a pastor in 1987. So what I know- The year I was born. Is was it 87? Oh wow. 87. Come on, not 87, baby. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was what 11. <laughs> so he showed me what it was to be a Christian man. So that's why when people talk about Christianity, talk about you know fake preachers and fake pastors, I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> I can tell you different because I grew up in a household with a Christian man who did what he said he was gonna do. It wasn't no tiptoeing, wasn't no, no dipping off. You know, he paid his tie. He did everything that, in my eyes, and according to the Bible, that he's supposed to as a Christian man. So when I talk about a spiritual life, which I believe is the foundation of anyone to be successful, you need to be grounded spiritually. You know, but he showed me that. So he showed me how to work. He showed me how to be spiritual. He showed me how to take care of the family. So we would do different trips, you know, throughout the year. Now I never flew. That's one thing we never did as a family. I didn't. I think I had my first flight in high school with the band. But as far as him, us going on a flight as a family, we never did that. But we took road trips. But that meant a lot. So he spent time as a man. Not only did he work, not only did he have a strong spiritual foundation, he showed me as a man. He took the time out to spend time with family, and he always taught me. Now this is the one thing he did say. He always taught me family comes first. Family is all about the family. Family is all you got. So that's why my immediate family, my siblings, my dad, that's why we're so tight. Now, so, so for those of you who don't know, this is such a, this is not just stuff that Daniel's just saying. I've been around, I've been to the church, shout out to Bishop, shout out to uh, our True Foundation, right? Oh, yeah. TFC yeah, come on! Shout, shout out uh, to the church out there. I see. Uh, I, I think I saw uh, Sakari in, in the chat. I believe. I want to make sure I call her out as well. Sakari Jones is in here. A uh, shout out to you. So glad that you're here. Um, A good thing. Uh, yeah, Felicia. I see her. Takel. Uh, so uh, one of the things I noticed when I came there is, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen your dad at Menards. Your dad stayed at Menards. I'm like, I'm like, Bishop, is that you? Like, Bishop stayed on it. I'm talking about somebody consistently taking care of some stuff. Like, Daniel Jones is not just talking. Like, this stuff is in real life. And if you know them in person, you can see the, the closeness and the respect that they have for family and for their responsibility. So I just wanted to give you a shout out uh, on, on that. That I think is fantastic. And, I, and it's actually, it was inspirational to me when I saw it. Right. We'll talk about that later. But I, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. But so so we, we, you said that that's what you got from your father. Here's my the question. For men who did not get this because they didn't have a father, how do we take the lessons that you've learned and give that to men who didn't get that? Wow. That's that's a great question. Again, it's been done before. <laughs> and it can be done again. My father is a prime example. You would think my father was raised by his father and mother. Mm. My father was mostly raised by his grandmother. My father lived with his mom for a little time that he went to live with my great grandmother, his grandmother. My father didn't know his father. My father said the last time, the only thing you remember about his dad, he was a little boy peeling off the dirt, the sand, kicking up. That was the last time he saw him. So he really don't remember him. He didn't know his dad. 
but look at him today. The family that he raised, you know, all the things that he instilled in me and my brother. You know, so all is not lost. And what he said he did was he had uncles. Mm-hmm. He had uncles that took him under their wing. Now, he did learn some bad stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Dealing with the uncles, you know what I'm saying? But they taught him some good stuff. They taught him how to be a man, how to provide, mm-hmm. you know, how to be there for your family. So he had uncles that, that were mentors to him. So that's why when I say, even though a young man or a boy may not be raised by his father, it's so important to seek out, to seek out and latch on to someone that's doing it right. To someone you see, you know what? They got a lot going on. They're successful. I see how they go to work. I see how they treat their their, their wife. I see how they treat their family, their children. I want to be just like that. You know, so start hanging them around and talk to them. Say, hey, you can ask them, you know, do you mind mentoring me? You know, or do you mind if we have some phone calls every now and then just to talk about life? You know, so we have to use the resources that are available. And the resources are people. Don't think everyone. So one more ready. time. Yeah, I, I don't think y'all, I don't think I heard what Daniel just said. What's resources again? Resources are people. Fantastic. Human beings. That's the most important resource you need. See, I often say this to people. Life is about people. Like once you get into the money game, the career game, it's so easy to forget that. But in the grand scheme of everything, life is about people. Love what you just said, my brother. Yeah, because you can't go nowhere. That statement, I don't need nobody. That's another lie. So we're going to expose these lies today. All right. (laughs) I don't need nobody. I can do it on my own. See, that's a lie. You're going to even if you got your own business, you had to go through somebody to get that license. There's still regulations that you can and can't do with your business. So there's always people you're going to need. There's always people that can open up doors, you know, or, or help you take you to that next level. And so the biggest and the most important resource is people. So don't shut people out. Don't shut them out. Be open. Now I'm saying be smart. Have some type of discernment. You just don't accept everybody because everybody don't have good intentions. We're talking about the ones that that have a heart for people, that love people, want to see people succeed, want to see families succeed, especially want to see boys grow up to be successful men. There are people out there. So don't shut us out. Don't shut people out. Understand, you know their heart. Sometimes you have a conversation with a person. You know, and your discernment. One thing women do have that I think is better than men is intuition. I agree. They got some, man. Listen, <laughs> my wife scares me sometimes because she got the intuition, boy. She got intuition. So one thing women do have is great intuition. They know. They, they can feel. They can discern if someone is real or not. You know, and I understand that being careful with their with their young boy. I understand that with their boys. I get it. Because women are nurturing. They're there to cover and protect, you know, their baby. You know, that's their babies. We can be 40, 50 years old. That's my baby. You know, they, they never grow up in their eyes, you know. But you have to allow people, good men, allow them the opportunity to show you as a mother that, hey, I mean your son good. I mean them all the good. 
I want to see them succeed. And if there's let, let me, things I can talk about, you, about life here and there, I want to be there to do it. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that, so again, I, I bring this up and people who are watching this, the reason why I started this platform is because I never wanted a young man to go through what I went through. Like at 15 years old, I think 17, I was getting ready to preach a youth service. Um, I'm getting ready to kill it. I, listen, I came from Joe. I'm about to wreck it. Just, them, them young folks wasn't ready for me at all. I was 17 years old, about to destroy. An hour before I had to preach, I nearly self-deleted. I nearly took my own life. And what I realized is that I was gifted in an area, but I was so confused because I had no direction. And because I had no direction, here's this, this big thing. I didn't know that I had intrinsic worth. So I want you to speak to somebody who may be dealing with this now because they're like, you know what? I didn't have a debt. Society is telling me I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be that. You know, I don't have this going on. I don't look like this. I'm not the most athletic. What do you speak to a young man who is feeling this right now, trying to find some direction in self-worth? What would you say to that person? I'm here to tell you all, God has never made a mistake. God don't make mistakes. If he created you, he created you for a reason. He created you with a purpose. You have greatness inside of you. You are great. Even if you're in a down in the dumps, and you feel like, you know, you're just not worth it. You feel like you're not where you need to be or where you should be. You're still great. You're still great. All you got to do is it, it just needs to come forth. You are worth it. You worth, I think, oh my God, my brother. Man, you, you just said a word. Y'all, just listen. You just saved somebody right there. You are, can, can you guys who are in the chat? Y'all do me a favor. Daniel just said a whole word. Listen, if we end up this stream on here, I'll be satisfied. He said you are worth it. Can you guys just type that in the chat? Whether you're on Facebook or on YouTube, just type hashtag you are worth it. Oh, man. Now, listen, we talk about inspirational. Oh, yeah. Inspirational <laughs> brings life. And what you just did is you spoke to somebody who may be feeling and suffering, who doesn't know that they are worth something. And you saying that, we don't know who we could have saved. So I, I want to say thank you. If you if you guys are watching this, put that into the chat. Say, you are worth it. Yeah. Such a profound statement. Now, please go ahead, man. I had to stop on that one because it's such a profound thing you said. No, it's all good, man, because you are. You know, there for me, there's no price. You know how sometimes tragedy happens and they may put a number to how many people died? You know, if one died, that's one too many because you're worth it. That means your purpose is going to the grave because you're no longer living. You no longer can live out your purpose. You have a purpose. And if you haven't felt it yet, all you need to do is one, seek God and understand what your gifts and talents are and where your passion lies at. That's your purpose. Don't let anybody tell you what your purpose is. Right? You Need to discover your purpose. Can't nobody tell you, oh, you should be this, you should do that. Mm -mm. You're going to discover your own purpose because God put that in you and nobody can tell you what your purpose is. But once you discover it, it's a beautiful thing. So don't think that your life is in vain, that you were created in vain. I don't care if, if your mom and daddy weren't together when they created you. I don't care if you were even uh, uh, um, created through a rape. Now, I know that sounds bad. I know it may seem like, well, you know, I, you know, I, I'm a rape baby or a rape child. I'm here to tell you, God don't make no mistakes. If you were born, 
You have a reason to be here. You have a purpose to be here. And it's your choice to either live it out or not. But I will say this. People need you. Because everybody is a seed. That's how we got here. A seed was planted. So your seed is different from everyone else's. So your seed is purposeful. So we need what you have to offer. People need what you have to offer. So you're never out of the game. You're never just uh, uh, um, uh, like, like a filthy rag or you just feel like, you know, you're worth only pennies. Don't ever feel like that. I'm here to tell you, you have a purpose. You're great. You're awesome. And even if you don't see it yet, people can see things in you that you don't even see yet. So you have to surround yourself. And see, that's why you're probably feeling the way you're feeling. Because you have to surround yourself around the right people. People that are positive. People that are uplifting. People that are willing to work with you. And ensure and be there for you to grow and develop so you can be successful. So you got to surround yourself around the right people. If you, I'm telling you, if you, if you continue to be around people like me and Sir Hale, <laughs> you go level up, baby. See you. We we'll lift up your spirits. We can we say, hey, what do you like to do? What is it? Now I went to my coaching mode. What do you like to do? What is your passion? Then, then, then chase it. Go after it. You know, let, 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 let's dig into that um, because. Okay, y'all, let me give you something else. Uh, growing up, I, I was a shy child. I didn't say very much. I nearly drowned at 15 years old, and the doctor told me that I would stutter. Now, I want y'all to hear what I just said. I grew up very quiet. I didn't say much. Nearly drowned at 15, and the doctor told me that I would stutter. It's funny that sometimes the thing that you have the most issues with is the thing where your gift is, Right? What if 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 I would have stayed that child quiet, been fearful of stuttering, I wouldn't have known that my gift was to actually communicate. How many people don't know what their gift is because they're that in the area of your gift is where you're going to experience the most conflict. Did y'all hear what I just said? The area of your gift is where you're going to experience more conflict. So to those of you who are watching young men who are on here, you may be saying, how do I find my gift? How do I do it? Where do you find the most conflict? What what inspires you? What what makes you upset? What are you passionate about? The area where there's the greatest conflict is often where you can find your gift. Daniel, what do you think about that? Wow, that's that's profound, man, because a lot of times you see even with track runners, you know, I've seen track runners where they may be slew footed, pigeon toe. Um, you know, they had surgery on their leg, but they want the fastest people can jump the highest. You know, so your 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 purpose and your destiny is your purpose and your destiny. And can't nothing deny it unless you allow it to be denied. And so through conflict, just like that diamond, right, through turmoil, right, if you work through it and keep working through it and keep working through it, regardless of what people say, regardless of people putting you down, regardless they said you ain't going to be none, regardless if you was born to a single parent, regardless if you was born in the hood, regardless if you keep on working on it, keep on overcoming, keep on going through it, that diamond, what? It starts to shine. That diamond. Y'all women, know, I know y'all love some diamonds. It starts to shine. 
because you worked through it you worked through it it was the most conflict it was the hardest to overcome right but it was the greatest reward because you were passionate about it that's what you love to do and so when you work through it and work through it and work through it if you're giving something right if you're giving a gift you're not going to even appreciate that gift as much as if you had to work for it if you had to work 40 hours a week for that same thing same object versus it being given to you you're going to appreciate that object more because you had to work for it versus somebody giving it to you and so that's why when you go through and when you overcome when you get victory that's why you appreciate it the most you feel good within because it's something you did it was something you overcame it was a hurdle you had to jump over you are overcomer and so that question is so profound there are there is some truth to that to the great sometimes the thing you have the conflict the most in is what you were meant to do that's why you get so much pushback because again you got that opposing force that don't want you to succeed you got that opposing force that don't want you to become what you were created to be and let's take a break right here let's take a this is y'all if, if you guys are enjoying this i need you guys to put that in the chat i want daniel i want him to see this i'm in the back i'm nearly like hold on i'm about to fight these tears back because when i don't we, we've we've been so down as people we've been down by the circumstances of life and sometimes we just think that everybody's good and you don't realize until you are at your lowest that you need other people to speak life into you so I want to pause and do a commercial break. I want you guys to let us know if, if what Daniel is saying to us, if it's resonating with you, if it's helping you, I want, I want him to see this. First time on the platform, I want to encourage my brother. I want to make sure he's going to come back again. <laughs> so you guys let us know. Well, please continue. I just wanted to say that, though, because there's a lot of people who are internally dealing with conflict, and they don't know how to get out of this. And they're trying to man up. You know, be tough and tough it out. And sometimes you can't tough out conflict. You got to fight through conflict. You can't just act like it ain't there. The the ability to address it. I want you to speak to that. For somebody who's going through conflict right now, and I'll give you one. Mm. I don't believe that I can. My circumstances tell me, and y'all, listen, you guys don't, the the reason this is such a big thing to me is I didn't didn't complete school. Listen, I I never completed school. I never went to junior high. I never went to high school. I didn't do any of that. I ended up getting a GD. This is, I'm telling you, this is such a, a, a real thing for me. I want you to speak to somebody who's dealing with that conflict right now, who's like, you know what? The, the, the odds are stacked against me. I'm failing in school. I'm not getting good grades. I'm not in a great community. My, my dad's not there. Got conflict with my mama. How do you... How do you inspire somebody who's dealing with that conflict to see that conflict is actually shaping them to become something that this world could not imagine? What do you say to that? Well, look, that's part of life. You're going to always have conflict, turmoil. Life is going to continue to happen. That's just life. And so my question to you is, are you going to ever be a runner? Are you going to always be a runner? Meaning, are you going to always run away from the conflict? Or at what point are you going to decide to say, you know what? I'm done running. I'm going to deal with this conflict head on. Come on. What you got? If I can't go around you, over you, or under you, I'm going to go through you. 
Let's because get it. There's goals I got to reach. There's things I want to do in life. There's things I, I there's a certain place I want to get to, a certain level of success in life. There's things I want. And if you standing in my way, conflict, <laughs> trial, tribulation, I got something for you. And you just repeat out, hey, just say your own name. Daniel Jones, say your name. It's going through you. <laughs> as, as Ernest said, you got to be able to speak life. You have to learn man, how to speak. Hold on, man. I'm getting amped over here. Yes, sir. Let's you go. Gotta, you got to learn how to deal with conflict or you always going to be running. Just think about the bully. How many times are you going to let that bully chase you home before you decide to say, you know what? I'm going to stand up. And guess what? If you stand up and lose, it's okay. But you stood up and you keep standing up because one day you're going to stand up and not lose. One day you're going to stand up to that bully and knock that bully out. They ain't going to want no more of you. One thing I learned from my older brother, one thing I learned is even if you lose, you, you, you beat them so good, you let them know that when the fight is over, even though I won, I don't want to fight them no more because you put up a good fight. And see, when you keep standing up, you learn from your failures. Even if you lost, you learn from your failures. You learn from your mistakes. You can never grow and develop if you don't make mistakes, if you never fail, if you never try to overcome. If you keep running, you will never grow. That's why you're in the same space, same place, because you keep running away. You got to run to, towards that problem towards that issue and deal with it head on so you can learn how to deal with it and then when you learn how to deal with it there you go you don't bust through and you don't succeed it now you on to your next hurdle so you can grow some more why because life is going to always continue to throw you obstacles because why it's life it is what it is and you can only grow and develop by continuing to run towards those obstacles and dealing with the problem so you can learn how to overcome them. And that's how you grow. That's how you be better. That's how you be more wiser. That's how you get more intelligent through your experience. Y'all done heard it. Experience is the best lesson. So how can you get taught if you keep running from the experience? You got to go through the experience. You got to be all up in the experience so you can grow from it. Now, listen, if this is not motivating you, I have no idea what will. If this is the, if this is not motivating you, this is this is part inspiration, but this is part instruction. If you were facing something in your life, he said it earlier, you don't await for it to go through you. You muster up, to, uh, muster up the strength and you go through it. It's going to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be difficult. It's not supposed to be easy. But each of these things that I just listed are things that are refining who you are. And if you don't get through this, you will never be satisfied with who you are. Daniel Jones, you are inspiring us all, sir. Good grief. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm here to, to be of servitude, to do whatever I can, man, to help your constituents, to help your listeners out, man, you know, because again, you're doing a great work and anything I can do, I, I'm here to lend my time, you know, and I, I appreciate you, man. Man, I appreciate you. Listen, you guys, you got time for some more questions? Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I, I want to I ask you this because I love that what you do, you're an inspirational lifestyle leader. Um, So I want to ask you a question. 
are leaders made or are leaders born? Are leaders made or are leaders born? What's your thought on that? Well, <laughs> great question. Great question. So leaders are both. Leaders can be born and leaders can be made. But here's the caveat to that. Even though those leaders that are born, that innately they just were born, natural born leaders, you still need development. You still need to grow. So you still need to be made, sort of say, because you still need the training. You still need to surround yourself with the right people. There are leaders that are made that weren't born leaders, but they were made leaders. And some of those leaders are just as good or greater or better in leadership of the ones that were natural born leaders because some of the natural born leaders didn't do what they needed to do to cultivate, to grow it, to develop those characteristic traits and things in a leader. And so um, they can, they some are born, but all are made or need to continue to be made because it's a process. It's a journey. There's never a time in leadership where you say, oh, I done made it. I done reached the top. I don't need to learn nothing else, you know, because I'm the leader. All right. You know, there's never a time you have to say I made it. You're going to continue to grow, continue to get the training, continue to read, continue to feed your mind, continue to grow, continue to act out those situations, continue to to be everything you have been called to be as a leader. Until the day you die. Until the day you die. And so leaders, some leaders are born. All are made. I will say that because even though you weren't born with it, you were made. Or even though you may be born, have some natural characteristics as a leader, you still need to continue to develop in it. The key word you said there is develop. The reason I wanted to bring up is that most people think that Daniel just made it. He was born, you know, and it just fell in his lap. And what I'm beginning to realize is leaders are people who never stop learning. Mm. Is that right? Leaders never stop learning. Listen, y'all can quote this one, Sir Hills Network. Leaders never stop learning. And I want you to spend some time letting the people know that the amount of time you spend researching and learning new concepts and reading books and like, can you tell people what's your process like for making sure that you keep on building the leader in you? It's daily. It's daily. So every day um, I make it a point. You know, it's intentional and reading something that's going to help me grow or develop. Now, what I'm saying, it doesn't have to be a book in one day. It doesn't even have to be a chapter. It could be a paragraph. But let it be something, something that's going to help you out. You may see something on social media, a nice quote. So you read that quote and now you meditate on that quote. Because you want to get up in you, right? You want it to become you. You want to embody what you just read. You know, what you listen to or watch on TV, YouTube. You know, all this stuff can help uh, um, build you and develop you. But you have to be intentional about it every day. Again, it doesn't have to be an hour, you know, two hours. You know, if you just set aside some time, it can be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Set aside some time to read or watch or listen to something that's going to feed you to help you grow as a leader. Every I love day. what you say. 
listen, I want you to understand how important this is. And, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this a step further, and I want to get your perspective on this. A lot of times we think that we graduate high school, we matriculate, we get a degree. I get that degree, I'm done learning. Can you encourage people that a degree doesn't mean you finished? It just means you got enough information to keep on going. What's your thought on that? Man, look, a, a degree means you have the ability to finish something. That's what a degree means. A degree not does not necessarily makes you smarter or more intelligent or more equipped because you got so many people that's degreed up. I mean, they make a, a, a career out of going to school. They, they got the bachelor's. Then they go back and get um, another bachelor's. And then they get a master's. And then they get another master's. And then they get a PhD. And they still ain't went nowhere in life. But you got all these degrees. Now, when are you going to put these degrees to work? And so I've seen people like Sir Hale with a GED just as successful as some of these folks out here with degrees. Because what Sir Hale decided to do, he decided to put his GED to work. He decided to go back <laughs> and get more credentials to learn a new skill and continue to build upon those skills. And so if you never take the time out or if you or, or, or if you have the mindset to say, I have a PhD, a doctor, and I'm done, you know, then you get this job. Even you, you may get this high-paying job. You're going to stop learning. You're going to stop growing. Just because you make 150 a year, you okay with that? Because if you never start, if you never want to grow and to develop, you'll never get to the 200, the 250, the 300. The half meal. Talk to all the millionaires. If you know a millionaire, go talk to one. Just have a conversation with one. And they will tell you they continue to learn every day because they may be at two million. But guess who they looking at? They looking and learning from that person with 10 million. Yep. So they steady learning and growing, developing because they know there's more to learn. They know they got more growth and development that needs to be done for them to get to those levels. You can never get to the level that you want to get to if you never continue to learn. If you think I got enough. No, is money enough? Is your salary enough? Every time you hit a certain salary, you always say, I need more. I need more. That's just like learning. It should mm -hmm. never be enough. I need more. I need more. You want to be rich mentally. You want to be rich educationally. You want to be rich in life. You want to be rich in experience. You want to be rich spiritually and emotionally. Continue to build those things. So you continue to grow and develop. And your money will start to grow and develop. Right? Your people skills will start to grow and develop. All the people skills, that's what that do. Open up more doors. When you learn more things, you become more marketable. Ernest is in IT. He can't get enough degrees or certificates. <laughs> because the more he gets, the more marketable he becomes. So he never stop, stops, he never stops learning. He always continues to move. Anybody know about progress? Moving forward? Continue to press? That's what life is. The life is continuing to move forward, continue to progress. So you can grow. So you can be <laughs> all that you want to be. And you let me show you a call to be. 
Let me ask you a question on this. You want to be, you set your you set your sights lower than what you're called to be. So I'd rather be all that I'm called to be rather than what I want to be, because I know what I'm called to be is more than even what I want to be. So so to that point, let me ask you a question. Because a lot of people, they don't know what they are capable of. Mm -hmm. So how do we as parents, how do we nurture that leadership quality? And let, let's take this a step further. Because I love, I think Sakari said it earlier that we are a village. How do we, as a village, as a community of people, how do we start the conversation and we start planting those seeds in leaders who don't yet realize what they're capable of? You know, it starts for me, I believe it starts with positive affirmation. We have to continue to speak life into our children. We need to be able to speak life into our nieces, our nephews, our younger cousins. You know, continue to speak life. Have a conversation. Sometimes we don't make the time to even have a conversation. Because sometimes you can have an impact, not just on your children, but on your nieces and nephews. Your cousins, just have a conversation. You know, hey, what you doing? What do you like to do? What you thought about this? How you thought about that? Oh, yeah, you can do that. Oh, yeah, you can do it. If you put your mind to it, you can do anything. You know, and so as a village, you know, I told you I'm a family man. You know, I'm all about family. We speak life to each other. We support each other. We try to make sure that we, we make it to each other's children's events. You know, if we can, the things that they got going on. So it all starts. They say what? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so if you want to have this great life, you got to start speaking things that are conducive to a great life. Though the word came out. Because if you never try anything, right? If you show me a person who never tried anything, right? That's the person who never made a mistake. And that's the person who have not amounted to anything. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail. It's okay to say, you know what? This didn't work out. But I'm going to always tell you, if it's something you want to do, I ain't going to say you can't do it. I'm going to say, go forward. I got your back. I support you. It, it may work out. It may not. But I want my children, I want your children to know, don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to try things until you find your niche. Go for it. You got it. You smart enough. You intelligent enough. Don't let nobody else tell you different. You're smart enough. You're intelligent enough. You're just as good as anybody else in any other nationality. You ain't broke. When you were created, it was good. <laughs> you are good. You can do it. So always go for it. I support you. So we got to start speaking life to, to mm. our loved ones. We got to start speaking life. We don't speak enough of it. We be like, ah, uh, you sure? You think that's going to work? How about give them advice on how it can work? Instead of knocking it, give them some advice, some tools, some resources on how it can work. So we got to start speaking life. Absolutely. It's something, as you were talking, um, I want you guys to, uh, we're going to start doing this. We're going to start the conversation. 
And what is this? What do I mean by this? We're not going to wait for our children to ask us or our nieces and nephews, neighbors to ask us. We're going to be proactive and going to ask them. We're going to start the we're going to start the conversation because we've spent too much time talking about now. Let's just be real for a second. Black people don't know how to come together. Black people don't know how to support each other. Black people don't aren't there for one another. We're about to change this narrative. We're not going to wait for our kids to come to us. We're going to go to them. We're going to start the conversation. So I'm putting a demand on you who are watching this. Starting within your own home, you go start the conversation. We're not talking about boys who got their pants down anymore. We're going to start the conversation. We're not going to talk about the fast girls who are out there. We're going to start the conversation because we are not in the business of talking about people. We are in the business of empowering people. And you can't empower somebody you can't have a conversation with. So you inspired me by what you said. (laughs) And so to the community who's watching this, we're going to start that conversation. Well, I mean, what do you think about that? Is that fair to say that we should be more proactive, uh, you know, in, in, in making sure that we reach the youth and reach our sons and our daughters? We should be more proactive. What's your thought on that? Man, I believe in that wholeheartedly. We should be proactive. And you said a word that we need to do more of, empower. We need to empower our children. We need to empower our loved ones, our family and our friends. We need to empower them. Let them know, hey, go do this. Go do that. You got it. You can. You know, and so to be proactive is always better than being reactive. You want to get ahead of the game. Who want to be behind the game? Who want to be Johnny B. Late to the game? Who want to be uh, uh, $10,000 late because you ain't showed up on time? So you missed out on a few stacks. You know, you want to be ahead of the game and in order to be ahead of the game you have to be proactive i'm always the person talking about take action i can't stand people that procast well let me take that out of my vocabulary i feel (laughs) i don't like let me say that i don't like when people procrastinate i don't like when people stagnate i don't like for people to be uh uh slow moving you know it's about taking action and so if your children, your loved ones, and family members are worth it, take action. Make a move. Don't wait. What's that old term said? They, they, I mean, they've been saying this for probably centuries, right? The early bird catch the worm. And so if we take action, if we are proactive with our children, with our family members, with our friends, we can get a whole lot accomplished. We can get even more accomplished than what we have already accomplished. And I know some of us are doing well. You know, some of us are doing really well. But now you want to do really, 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 really well? Be more proactive. Right? Take action quicker. Don't be so uh, um, slow moving on what you got to do. And you can take that thing to a whole nother level. He said we're going to be proactive and have a conversation with our children. When that's going to start? What 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 date did you have in mind? Next week? I'll get around to it next week. If he said have the conversation, I'm thinking like tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. To, if they ain't sleep, I don't know what time. You know? <laughs> if oh, you know what? My kid's out for school today. for the holiday. They still up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
But yeah, so man, empower, proactive. These are all things that we need to start doing. All these things leads to being successful. And these are things you want to put in your children early because one day they're going to leave the nest. They're not going to be in your home. They're going to be in the military. They're going to be in school. They're going to be in trade school, college. They're going to be somewhere, right? They're going to leave the nest eventually. And you want to be able to teach these things to where when they go out there into the world, this is what's going to help them be successful. Why? Because they were proactive because you were proactive with them. You empowered them. So now they feel good and ready to go. You took action. So now you've done produced a whole generation of taking action, not waiting, seizing the moment, making sure you don't miss the opportunity. So that's great, man. I'm telling you, we want to be proactive. We want to take action. I'm all about taking action. You know, when, so when somebody asks me to do something, I do it right away. When I ask somebody to do something, I'm impatient. That's one thing about leaders. We are impatient. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> As leaders, you know, we want stuff done right away. So we sometimes we got to, you know, kind of dial back and say, okay, I'll allow you a little bit more time. But we so big and taking action, make sure it get done. Hey, we get the moving. So look, I want to do this because I think this has been such a fantastic conversation. I want to open up the cause for somebody who may have questions or just, you know, maybe want to uh, respond to something you may have said tonight. Um, so, guys, what I've done is I put the link to join StreamYard in the, the chat. Um, and I would love to see a couple of you guys uh, just just, you know, just come on, you know, uh, uh, and, and have a question for uh, for Daniel Jones. He said a lot of prolific things, a lot of insightful, things, a lot of practical things. And I don't want you to miss your moment to ask questions, to give your perspective uh, on this great dialogue. So it's in there. You'll have to do a couple of things. Make sure that uh, you cam up. Make sure that your microphone is good. Make sure that you get good lighting. All right. This is this is on YouTube. I don't want you out here looking crazy. Um, so make sure you join. I'm not sure if if, if Mr. Kari, if she has the ability, but I would love for her to come up here as well and say something. Um, but we'll love we'll love for her to come up here and talk. Hale, I'm not sure where you are. Um, but I would love for you to have something to say as well. So um, anyway, guys, the, the 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 link is in there. Click on that link. I'd love to see you guys come in here and, and ask Daniel Jones some questions. While we're waiting, I do want to revisit a question, and that is how do we cultivate the leadership qualities in, in the youth that we see? Like what steps do we take to start cultivating that? Wow. That's good. Good question. And so I think we need to – um, I know you said like you were an introvert and things like that, right? So I, I think was, yep. we need to talk with our children about getting involved, right, in different activities to um, get them to be able to open up and develop their social skills. Because as leaders, again, we're around people, you know, so if they can place on some type of team sport or uh, some type of club. It could be drama club, chess checkers whatever doing something with other people period right so if they can do something with other people in a team setting or a group setting or a club setting you know that'll help open up to them get used to being around people right and then with that some of those leadership things has come out because they're going to have opinions right some things may not go well with the team some things may not go well with the club or plan for that sport they're going to have opinions they're going to start voicing those opinions, right? They're going to have to learn how to deal with conflict. 
you know, and come up with resolutions. So all these things help them develop and grow their leadership skills, being around other people, participating in groups and clubs and different settings like that. Excellent. Fantastic. Listen, I think um, uh, Tal Kale is on here, and I think she may have a question or a comment for you. So I'm going to pull her up really quickly, okay. and uh, we'll get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife is in the building. I feel love. All right, here we go. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, Mrs. Hello. Hale, how are you? I'm doing well, Mr. Jones. Look here. I just, I, I, I'm not going to be on here long at all. I just wanted to come on here and say what you said was just like so needed for the community, for the fellas, and even for us ladies. And when you had, you said something that was so powerful about like, you're worth it. I am worth it or something like that. You said, I immediately, I said, oh my God. That's a shirt. So it is available on EGL.org. Worth it. Order yours. You'll get it in two days. Okay. Um, I'll put the link in the description there. I, um, but anywho, powerful word. I mean, powerful inspiration. And the community needs more of that. Keep doing what you're doing. And it's definitely impacting the, the culture. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I much appreciate it. You know, and again, anything I can do to help, to serve, you know, I, I appreciate you. You know, this is Madam Hale right here. So I already know this is a power couple right here. So because <laughs> you got to be equal to yoke, right? So I already know if he's doing these things, I already know. Matter of fact, you the one that probably brought out all the great qualities. <laughs> Let's, so, so let me tell you. So she's the chief marketing uh, officer for uh, for Sir Hale's network for Zadi Technology and for Exi Technologies. Mm -hmm. She's also the, the brains behind Noobs Inc., so a lot of the things that we do uh, from data analytics, she takes care of all that. She works for me and her smarts uh, help me to become my best. So I, I'm, I'm blessed. I, that's why you, you can always see me smiling. See, you got Sir Hale. She needs to be Madam Hale. You know what? Madam Hale, you've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, y'all. Hey, babe, thank you. One. All right, bye. Excellent. So do, do me a favor, tell the people who were in here, and, and I'll have your information in the description as well. How can somebody who says, you know what, I need advice. I want to make sure that I get this information from Daniel, um, and I, I want to add you to my journey. How can I connect with you? How do people connect with you? Yeah, it's real simple. DanielJones360.com. So DanielJones360.com. On that site, you can connect with me via Facebook, Instagram. You can check out my website that's on there and my uh, business number and things like that is on there. So you can, on my business number, you can call, leave a voicemail or you can even text to connect with me. So all that information is on danieljones360.com. Excellent. Uh, Felicia Jones, I would love if you can come up as well. Sakari, if you're in here, uh, we have we do have somebody who is here, somebody I just met on my show yesterday. He is back with another question. Ladies and gentlemen, Chaotic Truth is in the building. Hey, How are that. you, man? I'm awesome. How about yourself, man? I'm fantastic. Great to see you, man. Hey, what you, you got for us? Well, it's not necessarily a question. It's uh, I saw the um, I just got done doing a nine hour live stream. So I'm back. I saw the uh, notification, so I came over and I saw the title, and um, I actually wanted to um, say what I think an exceptional man is. 
Um, I believe that an exceptional man is a man that is about first his community and second, a man who never gives up on his dreams. That makes any sense. So I don't know what you guys have been saying, so, but so say that again for me. Say the first and second one again for me. So uh, a man who is about his community, a man who has a vested interest in his community. Um, you know, uh, my dad, uh, he's almost 90, but, you know, to this day, uh, he makes sure the uh, he, he owns several properties, but uh, the property that him and my mom still currently reside in. Um, the, the, the landscaping is immaculate to this day. Um, and, um, you know, he's been asked to be in all types of magazines about landscaping, et cetera, but he always refuses it is because he says it's not about the reward or it's not about an award. It's about just me doing it because if I do it, everybody else will follow suit. And I think that community mindset, a, a lot of people think community, uh, a lot of people, they think of what I'm saying as, you know, going to some, I mean, I'm not trying to downplay it, but going to like a, a soup kitchen or something to help out. No, what I mean by your community is start off at your own house and, and, and make sure that your lawn is kept, make sure that you're, you know, you don't have any roofing issues, make, basically making sure that you are beautifying your own property. And that right there is a community mindset, because if you do it, everybody else will follow suit. So I think as a man, you know, you should make sure that you at least uh, tackle that. Um, also, let, let me let me say something to that really quickly. <laughs> Daniel Jones, one thing that I loved about them, um, uh, you talking about now, hear what I'm saying. You talking about gangsters in terms of getting something done. This family don't play like one of the things that I loved about them when I met them is I, I met I think I met you guys at church. I came to your church. I saw you guys took care of the community. There was a tent revival not long after I met you guys. And I saw how you catered to the community, now, taking a, a, over a property and then bringing up the, the beauty of it from inside yeah. and out. And how you took the church and it, it was no longer about having church service, but it was about serving the community. So, Daniel, I want you to speak to that because Catechu brings up a good point that and from what we believe is charity begins at home. I want you to speak to what Chaotic Truth uh, uh, said about this. Yeah, how's it going, brother? Hey, I'm awesome, man. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. And that's that was, uh, he's spot on. You know, we are here to serve. Yeah. And so we talked about purpose, right? We talked about your gifts and talents. Guess what? It's not for you. It's for others. Exactly. And so a man should be here to serve. He talked about, you know, keeping your home beautified and, you know, and, um, I'll say this. If you go into a community and you see trash everywhere, mm -hmm. you're more inclined to yourself throwing trash out the window of your car. Yeah. Versus if you go into a community that's clean, it's all a mindset. If it's clean, you're like, oh, no, I'm not throwing no trash out this window. I don't see no trash on the ground. Right? It's a mindset and environment. All that, you know, uh, 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 takes, has a place. That's why it's so conducive for your environment to be right. Exactly. It's so important for your environment to be right. And so we were talking about serving. Yeah, at the church, we were feeding the homeless. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not the homeless. We were just feeding the ones that need to be fed. Exactly. And so we, we would always have these uh, food pantries, and we do our tent revival and spread the word. You know, so we did a lot of community work, you know, in, in that community because it's needed. If we're not here to serve the community, what are we here for? Exactly. We're here to serve. 
you know, it's more than just you, right? Ah, 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 me, 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 right? It's, it's more than that. It's about what can you do to help better others? What can you do to help serve others? What can you do, right? It says you have, you know, you saw me and you clothed me. You, I was hungry and you fed me. It says the least, if you don't do these things, it's like not doing it unto me. Mm. So if we're going to be one body, if we're going to be a community, if you don't see somebody in need, if you don't help them, it's like you're not helping yourself and your family. That's the mindset we need to have. If someone is hungry, sometimes we so quick to shun off people that's asking for a dollar or two. Or what you're going to use it for. So depending on how you're led, you may give them a few dollars or you may take them to get something to eat. Yeah. But it can't always be, you know, get out of my face. But, you know, it may be putting $10 in somebody's tank, gas tank. Mm -hmm. We got to be able to help others out and serve others or else what are we here for? So I think that's such a a, uh, an, uh, a spot on statement because you know what? We didn't bring in service in talking about being a man. And I do think that leadership, we glorified it. And we think that leadership is you're on display. No, leadership is you're serving. I think that's such a beautiful point. Being an exceptional man means you provide exceptional people service. Wonderful point. Wonderful point. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So, Catatrip, yeah. do you, you have another question or something else for us? Oh, um, yeah. So, and uh, what was the other point? It was community, and it was, um, damn, what was the other point that I said? Um, <laughs> damn, it was uh, community and- See, um, them nine-hour streams, I'm getting to you. Them yeah, nine-hour streams. Yeah, what, was it, what was the second point I was saying? Um, community and, uh, I think that was, I know I had two points, but nevertheless, though, uh, the community aspect is how to become an exceptional man. And uh, cultivate, I guess, you know, I guess you could say cultivating who you are as a man, you know, um, you know, we're we, we are living in a digital age. Um, this, the, the planet has now become smaller. Um, we're going to have to learn uh, currencies from other countries, languages that we probably didn't have to learn 30, 40 years ago. Technology. I mean, obviously technology, you know, I think that I don't have any children, but if I did, I would want them to be. Uh, computer literate in terms of like the like coding should be something that should be taught to children right now. Python and Go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, cloud technology, things like things of that magnitude. Um, Azure, AWS, and Google. Yeah. Those are the big ones. Let's oh, get AWS. It. Oh, definitely. And and, and it's, let's and, get it, man. Right. So yeah. So I think cultivation is uh, is an aspect of being an exceptional man. Now, I guess you know it's it's also a, a time specific type title because if this if if there was live streaming. 60 years ago, I guess being an exceptional man was going to Ford and, 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 you know, buying a house and, you know, and, and just maintaining your family off of a factory like most men in America did. But now it's totally different to be an exceptional man. You're going to have to be almost like a Renaissance man. You're going to have to be cultured. Well, no, yeah. no, no, no. I think we've got to change that. We okay. don't want, we don't want the idea of being an excellent man to be a heroic man. Mm, right? Okay. We, if we do that, then we we place the ability to achieve it so high out of yeah. scope that it's not even worth it. So it's yeah. got to be it's got to be reachable. And I think being excellent has to do with how you serve as opposed to how much you do. Exactly. That makes okay. that, that make sense. I totally agree. 
Hey, uh, Sir Hell and uh, Daniel, thank you for allowing me on the panel. Uh, hey, man, you have an excellent uh, platform, Hell. So I definitely will Appreciate be back the next time when I get the notification. Hopefully, uh, I won't be coming off of a nine hour stream. But hey, <laughs> guys, have a good one. Peace. Hey, uh, if you can, um, I'll email you. If I, if is your information on your YouTube channel? Yeah, it is. The email address is on the YouTube channel. Yep. I, I'll reach out to you uh, for for some collaboration in the in the future, man. Really good. We're glad that you're here. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Peace. Wait, oh, wait a second. This maybe maybe my eyes are deceiving me. I've Daniel Jones. I believe that I see the one and the only Sakari Jones. I may I could be wrong about this, <laughs> but I believe she is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. A round of applause for Lady Sukari Jones. <laughs> hey, hey. hey, how are you? Good, good. I went I went ahead and got myself together real quick because I had to come on and just say that this is an awesome show. I, the topic is amazing. It's something that definitely needs to be talked about. And I will be forwarding uh, this whole conversation all over social media um, just to make sure that because it's a conversation that needs to be heard by all. Um, um, amazing job, honey. I always say you, that you are born a leader. He, you talked about born or made. I feel like my husband was born a leader and he definitely cultivates the gift that God has given him. Thank um, you, sweetheart. You're so fine. But um, one thing that you all said. <laughs> 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 so one thing that you all said, um, talking about uh, mentors, um, I was raised in a single in a single family, single parent household. So just my mom and my brother. Um, my brother um, definitely sought out, he seeked out, my mother also, male role models. Um, we had uh, some older guys on the block who mentored my um, brother. Uh, when my brother got to college, he went to an HBCU and one of the deans became his mentor so, so much that today he still talks mm -hmm. to him, today he still writes him. But my brother actively sought out uh, mentors, men, strong men, and today, he is a Chicago police officer. And so, um, so you know, you think about bravery, think about courage and the things that a father, a male figure puts into men. And my brother got it and he he where he ran with it, you know. And like I said, he's a Chicago police officer. A lot of times I said, Why are you doing this? But it's it's what he wants to do. And so I totally agree that um you have to seek out mentors intentionally. Mm -hmm you know, to grow men who are not raised with fathers in the home. And not First only that, and not only that, he bought, when he moved out of his mom's house, he bought a home. Yes. He bought a home. He's married. Yes. Has this, has his son, Jace, he about what year? And some mm -hmm. months now. Mm -hmm. And so as, as, as my wife so eloquently spoke, you know, he sought out the mentor and look at him today. You know, CPD got a house, married with a child, doing well. Yep. Excellent. Hey, salute to see this. The reason why these comment these conversations are so important. I'm sick of us being portrayed as if we all in the hood, we all not doing good, we all struggling. No, we out here getting it. 
I want this to be known that we out here yes, get right. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing to see. So shout out to your brother. It's an amazing thing. And I'm so glad that you joined today. Uh, yeah, one of the things that I want to do is let people see great married couples. Doesn't mean that it's always perfect, but it means that we got each other's backs, that we're sticking it together and that we represent something bigger than ourselves. So thank you so much for Absolutely. being up here and let, let, let my brother be on tonight. This is a fantastic conversation. Yes. Congratulations on a wonderful show. Good night. I just want to point out real quick. See, I put it in, in the chat. I saw she said she wasn't ready having a bad hair day. <laughs> so see how fine she is. I'm going to say. Five minutes. Five minutes. She done got on video. See how fine she is? I'm trying to <laughs> wake up like this. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Thank you. Also, we, listen, we're going to do this again. So um, you guys, please, like, um, and I'm saying this to you both now, we're going to do a couple more shows where we're talking about marriage and life and family and stuff, because people need to hear and see real people who are making it work and who are doing great at it. Uh, so please, uh, please keep your, your calendars open because uh, we, we want to do this and take these kind of conversations even further. Well, well, whenever, let us know. Excellent. Okay. We'll do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, y'all, we're getting ready to wrap up the show. This has been fantastic. Like, this is probably one of the better shows that I've done before. And I think all of them are great, right? So I hope that you guys get something out. You got something out of this. If you guys would be so kind to make sure you guys hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Um, uh, We're trying to grow this platform. I want to do this full time. Uh, I want to do this. Um, So thank you so much. Before we leave, I want to give our our guest uh, the final word. I want him to leave some encouragement for all of us uh, who are aspiring to be great, particularly to the men who didn't have the example. Uh, he's going to encourage us. I'll be back and to, to close the show. But uh, the next voice you're here for the next few moments is that of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, how can you encourage men on here who want to become exceptional? Well, it starts with the choice. You know, in life, you have choices. You can choose to do or you can choose to do not. And so I really encourage you today that you make the right choice. And the right choice is being everything, being all that you have been called to be as a man. Regardless of all the stereotypes, regardless of what people may say you can't do, regardless of people putting you down, I'm here to tell you that if you block out all that negativity or use it to fuel you to be great, you already have everything you need. I'm here to tell you, you have everything you need. You're not broke. Some of you may be broken, but you're not broke. You don't need fixing, right? What you need is support and uplifting. What you need is to uh, set yourself around the right environment with those people that can help support you and help take you to that next level. I want you to understand you're not by yourself, that there are people out here with genuine love for men, with a genuine love for people. And so I want you to make up your mind today and make the choice and I hope it's the right choice. The choice is starting today, I will no longer say I can't. Starting today, I understand that I can do it. 
and that I will do it. That I will seek out people that love me, seek out people that are willing to help me to be the best man I can be for my wife, if you have one, for my children, if you have them, at my job, right, out in the community, for my business, for my friends, and for myself. Because you have purpose. And we need you to carry out that purpose because you have something great for us. So you can live this life and let it have control over you or you can have control over it. I choose to have control over life and not let it dictate what it have over me. I choose to dictate. I choose to move in this direction and not let it push me or sway me in the direction that it wants me to go. No, I choose my own route. I choose my own path. I'm on this journey and I'm going to choose a team of people that's going to help me on this journey. I'm going to choose a team of people that has my heart, that want to see me succeed, that want to see me be great, that want to see me be successful, that want to see me be successful in my home, at my job, in business, at school, in the community, at life. So it all comes down to a choice because you got the goods. Don't let nobody else tell you different, that you don't have the goods, that you don't have what it takes. That's a lie. You got the goods. You can do this. You got it. Now seek out the right people, right? As they say, pull your pants up, buckle your shoes, tie your shoes, and let's get the running. Running towards the conflict, running towards all the issues and problems. Let's deal with it. Let's get through them. Let's get over them so we can blossom, so we can grow, so we can develop, so we can reach the levels of success that we want to reach. I guarantee you it starts here. I choose to look at the glass half full and not half empty. I choose to speak positivity into my own life. I can do it. I will. Yes, I can. I got this. Nobody, nothing can stop me. I'm on my way. I will be successful. I will be great. I will be worthy. I am worth it to my family, to my kids, to my job, to my business, to people in this life. I got what it takes. I got the goods. All I got to do is continue to, to research, continue to study, continue to train, continue to surround myself around the people. And it's all going to work out for your good. All things work together for the good. All you got to do is work it and not let it work you. You work it, you're going to have some ups, you're going to have some downs, but you're going to learn from it, you're going to grow from it, and you will be successful. As a matter of fact, you already successful. It just ain't manifested yet to the level that you wanted to get to. That's how you have to think. I walk in victory. I'm already victorious. I'm already 
an overcomer. I'm already a winner. I'm walking in it. You got to speak that to yourself. Every day. Sometimes several times a day. Just speak it. All negativity. Uh, I'm blocking it. I'm blocking it. Uh, gotta go. And see, you're gonna get to the point to where you fostering positivity so much that you high off life, that you're doing everything you need to do, people will stop bringing negativity to you. I don't get many people bringing negativity to me because they know I'm not, I don't stand for it. People don't bring me drama because they know I don't stand for it. I'm not for mess. And so you're going to get to the point to where people are going to stop even bringing you that mess because you're on another level. You're on another level of wanting to enjoy life. You want to get one life. That's it. You want to get one. And so you want to make the best of it. And you can. And I hope you will. So I hope I said something to you today to inspire you, to motivate you, to say, you know what? Enough is enough. I don't care what the naysayers say. I'm good. I'm not broke. I'm awesome. I'm great. And I'm going to make it happen. Let's make it happen, y'all. Let's go. Make it happen. I'm ready to dance. Let's get it. Uh, Talk Hill. Talk Hill. Get the shirts ready. Um, and Daniel, we'll, we'll get, get a special one out to you. This is our, our model for the year. Make it happen. Mm. Love it. Love it, man. Yeah. Make it happen. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, y'all, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this show. I hope that this has inspired you, has it, it's encouraged you. Maybe we address some questions. Look to my guest, Daniel, man. Let me take this time and say thank you, man. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you dropping by, sharing some wisdom, giving us some inspiration, some life, and some hope. Thank you so much. To those who are in the chat, can we just take a minute and salute and say thank you to Daniel Jones for the gems that he dropped for us tonight? Just take a few moments, guys. I got to give you a a round of applause. Got to make sure you do it, man. Thank you so much. Well, listen, guys, before we close, uh, before we end the show, I want you to make sure that if you like this content, make sure you like the uh, hit the like button, hit that subscribe button, and do me this favor, y'all. We're, we're about 11 subscriptions away from 400, and we're growing at, a, at an exceptionally uh, fast rate, and I think it's because of the conversations like this we're having. Hit that subscription bell. If you got people who are on YouTube, tell them to go over to this channel and hit that like button because the the closer we get to a thousand, I'll be able to start monetizing this and we can do this full time. These kind of conversations need to be had on 24-7. And we've got people like Daniel Jones, who this ain't something he just put on. This is who he is. Even at the gym, this is who he is, right? And we want to continue this going. So thank you guys so much. I love y'all. I appreciate it. Uh, To my guy, uh, wait a minute, Terrell Beans is in here. What up, Terrell Beans? What's up, my guy? Good to see you, man. Just Kaya, thank you so much, Von Bryant. And again, to, to, to Daniel Jones, brother, you don't know how what inspiration you've been to me. It's why we've stayed in contact. Uh, when I was going through some things, man, you called me just to check up on me as a brother. Man, I appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you. Anytime, man. And people don't hear this a lot from men, but I love you, brother. Love you, my bro. Love you, man. 
and we still gonna do them push ups. Let's get it. Right, let's get it. Hey, hundred a day, hundred a day. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, y'all. This is the end of the show. If y'all like it, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and we're gonna let's schedule it again, man, for you to come back. But this this was too good not to do this again. Wow. Hey, you know me, man. I'm honored. I'm humbled because you can get anybody else. So I appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. You know, so um, anytime, man, anytime, just let me know. Okay, so what I'll do as well is I'll reach out to you and, and your wife as well. I want to do a panel on marriage because I uh, I think what we've done is people think that marriage just happens and it just works and it don't just work and it don't just happen. You got to put work into it. And I want to have the discussion with other people who are happily married. So I'll reach out to you and, uh, and to, uh, to Lady Jones as well. And maybe we can get something together and have that discussion as well. Awesome. You know, they say okay. nothing to it but to do it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> so um, if you can't, if you can hang back for just a little bit, I'm about to end the show. Uh, but if you can hang back, please don't go anywhere. Cool. Y'all, this show has been amazing. Thank you so much for making this show a success for all of you being here uh, tonight. I'm so glad that you guys are part of the Sir Hill Network. Uh, the goal of what we're doing is we are empowering, we are building, we have some fun, we entertain, but the most important thing is we empower. So thank you to all of you who make this possible. We appreciate you. Uh, Talk Hill, make sure you drop that link to get our merch. Uh, we are we going to make things happen. We're going to make it happen. Um, and make sure that you follow my brother, uh, DanielJones360.com, uh, to get in contact with him and to follow him. Uh, a lot of great things to come. To everybody on here, I'm wishing you the best. I am praying for you. God's got great things in store for you. Keep your head up. You can do it. You are great. Most importantly, you are worth it. Until next time, we're going to talk with you again soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Sir Hell Speaks is out of the building. I'll talk with you guys again soon. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only Sir Hell Speaks in the building.